Well, welcome to the show. This is your host, Ken D. Foster. I'm so happy you joined me today. You know, there's a lot of challenges in the world today, right? Yeah, you have them in your life. I have them in my life. But listen, those challenges aren't meant to crush us. Whether they're challenges in business, in family life, with our relationships, with our health, any area of life is not meant there to crush you. It's there to help you become stronger, become better, become more wise, become more understanding, more compassionate. So today on this show, we're going to be talking about how living an inspired life. What does it mean to live an inspired life? Well, that's a life where you wake up in the morning, maybe you think about what you're grateful for, and you get out of bed, and your life is on purpose. You're feeling joy in your life. You're feeling inspired to maybe go out and help someone, to go out and create something new in the world, to go out and make a difference in the world. That's what I'm talking about. Isn't that important? I believe it's important for all of us to live an inspired life. Uh, what's the opposite? Well, it's a fear-based, stressed-out life. I don't think you want to live that life. I know I've lived there. I bet you've lived there too. But so what? You, the past is not equal to future. Right now, in this moment, you can choose today to live an inspired life. I have an expert that's going to be here to really help you rethink your life and your mind so that you too can live an inspired life, not just now and then, but all the time. So I hope that you will pay attention to this podcast and get a lot out of it. Have some fun along the way. We'll be right back, take a commercial break, and then I'll come back with my amazing guest. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. This free book reveals little-known secrets about annuity strategies that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. Call right now for your free book. And as a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, both absolutely free, for calling Annuity General today. Call 800-510-0470. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. 
If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation. I'm Ian Clark with Activation Products, here to tell you that I get the deepest sleeps at night without counting sheep. Ease is transdermal magnesium, which means it absorbs through your skin. And many people are deficient in magnesium, which means they have too much calcium. When you've got too much calcium in your body, you can end up with heart palpitations, sore muscles, stiff joints, anxiety, and definitely poor sleep patterns. When you apply ease to start your day, then regardless of the stressors in your life, you can rest blissfully because we've sold more than 750,000 bottles of this effective spray, helping countless people fall asleep without counting sheep. Right to your door in just a few days, we'll deliver your brain the fuel it needs. You can now expect unexpected surges of joyful mental energy. Then click the link below, and for less than a dollar a day, you can upgrade your health right now. Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm so happy that you've joined me for today's show. I'm calling this show The Courage to Live an Inspired Life. And um, I have an inspired guest who's inspired me in so many ways. Her name is Jackie Woodside. And Jackie is a USA Today and four-time Amazon best-selling author. She's a TEDx speaker, and she's an international trainer and licensed psychotherapist. She's the founder of the Curriculum for Conscious Living and the Conscious Living Summit and trains coaches around the world to deliver life-changing coaching work. Jackie, I'm so blessed to have you here. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Ken. It's so great to be with you and your audience. And congratulations on what you've built with this platform around Voices of Courage. You've had just thousands of amazing teachers and speakers, Voices of Courage, to lift people up. And I really admire what you've done. 
Well, thank you. And I admire what you've done. That's why you're here. <laughs> so, Jackie, okay, listen, you, you you know, I know you personally and I know you your work and, uh, you know, you've been through lots of challenges in your life. And I want to just start there. Some of the greatest challenges that helped you become Jackie Woodside. Let's start there. Sure. Gosh, where do I, you know, how far back do you want me to go? Um, I don't know. You can go, you can go next, uh, last, uh, I don't know, a month ago. <laughs> a month ago, right, right. Or, or all the way back at the beginning. Um, you know, I've just, uh, I, I say my, my life is a story of going from hot mess to happy and blessed. Uh, that's, that's one of the ways I like to say it. Um, I, you know, uh, my, my life was extraordinary in that I grew up in a very, very small town and had an awful lot of tragedy in my early life. Uh, my my dad and his brother and his dad all died within just a few short months of one another. So my grandmother lost her, her uh, two sons and her husband. And I kind of became known as, you know, my family was, you know, the ones that went through that horrible series of tragedies. Um, so it kind of defined my, my early life, if you will. But, you know, I came from a close-knit family and, uh, and, and we carried on. Uh, but I will say it was, it definitely left its mark on me. So as a young adult, I dealt with just all manner of craziness, you know, addictions and um, uh, depression. And I was homeless at one point, domestic violence and battering relationship. So I pretty much said there's nothing that <laughs> there's nothing that you can go through in life that I haven't been on that side of. Right. So, um, yeah. So uh, from it's honest, funny, you know, I, I don't know too many uh, brilliant coaches that have got themselves in, in the world that the, the way you have that haven't gone through those kind of crazy challenges. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how would, those, how would you say some of those challenges molded your thinking? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it really, at some point, right. When you see relational difficulties and financial difficulties and all kinds of these different difficulties, at some point you have to, I, I hope at some point I did anyway, look and see the common denominator here is me. So I had to look at myself, my beliefs, my emotional dysregulation, my relationship difficulties, my difficulty with managing money and, and my behaviors. So as I did that, as I turned the, the focus from out here to all the problems and all the tragedies and all the things that were happening around me to over here, what am I thinking? What am I doing? What am I believing? Uh, how, how well am I managing my thoughts and emotions? When I made that shift to, if you will, living my life from the inside out, living an inspired life? Was I living a life of, of, uh, that I would be proud of? Would, uh, was my life inspiring me? And the answer back then was like, hell no, absolutely not. And today, you know, I, I have to say, similar to you, Ken, in your introduction, I wake up in the morning just like excited and happy about, uh, you know, each day, things to look forward to, my work, my sports, my family life, uh, our summer home and making plans for that. And just, you know, living my life based on who I came here to be rather than all of the craziness that my ego would have set me up for in thinking of how I had to recover from the early traumas. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I love to pick your brain a little bit because you're, you're a, uh, a model of what we can, we can strive to be, you know, as you, as people want to step into a life, uh, not necessarily an easy life, but a life that's filled with with uh, courage and understanding and some wisdom and some, a lot of love. And, you know, and you have that on a consistent basis. Um, the mindset, like 
let's just talk about courage. Okay. You, you obviously had some courage to look at those things that you didn't want to see about yourself around money, around maybe relationship around where did you find the courage and how would you even define that courage? What, what, what is that in you that you mm. found? Yeah. I, you know, a lot of people can, thank you for that question. A lot of people uh, have told me like, Oh my God, you've got so much courage. Uh, I was a full-time employee. Uh, I was the young, um, at a psychiatric program, an inpatient state hospital program where I was the clinical unit director in my early twenties, mid twenties, um, the youngest professional person on staff. It was a wonderful job. I was there for a handful of years, about five years. And then I left to go full-time uh, to be self-employed, start my therapy practice and start my speaking business and, and coaching business. And a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, that takes so much courage. And I don't, I don't know that it took courage. I said, I don't know if I'm courageous or stupid to leave a really uh, great, well-paying job where I had a great future, was well-known and well-respected for what I was doing to go off into this venture. Uh, and I did the same thing again, oh gosh, 10, 15 years later, when I closed my psychotherapy practice to go full-time as an author you know, trainer, thought leader, and, and coach. So I've done that twice of having built something that was really successful and then just be like, nope, I'm, I'm over here. So for me, I don't know that it's, I mean, I guess it is courage. That's what people call it. But I felt called. There was this thing inside of me that was growing and seeking expression. And the more I ignored it, the more depressed and irritable and unhappy I would become. Yeah, and yeah. each time I push into that urge for growth, that urge for higher level of self-expression, you know, it's not pretty in the transition by any means. I'm scared to death and I'm afraid I'm going to fail. And what will people think of me? All of the same things that other people think and feel. I just don't care because I know that the other side of that is a more authentic way of living and a more authentic way of being in the world according to who I really am. Well, I think you said that really well. It just, it's reminding me when I first started the Voices of Courage show and I was on radio and actually it was called something, it was called Transition Radio at the time and thinking um, there's something, there's a burning desire to be there and yet walking into the studio and feeling that fear, what am I gonna say? What do I have to say? You know, all those thoughts that flow in us, I'm not ready for this. Am I white? And and then just allowing myself to mature in that space. And I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I, I think for people, when you really do get in touch with that desire that wants to emerge through you, whether it's desire to get married or the desire to have a child or the desire to create something in the world, art or business or whatever. When you get in touch with what wants to emerge through you, and a lot of people feel it, but they're like, oh, who am I? Or what do people think? And what if I fail? And am I too old? Or, you know, all of that yammy, yammy, yamma in your head. If you honor that voice, that voice of fear and insignificance, then your life will stay the same. And if you honor that voice of courage that says, who are you not? to be out there expressing yourself. The world needs you uh, to be in this way of self-expression, not that way, not the old way of self-expression, but this new way of self-expression. That's what life itself is asking of you. Absolutely. So when people have the, have the courage, are willing to lean into that, and they feel that shift of like, oh, yeah, that was really hard. I wish I wouldn't want to do that again, but oh, there's this new sense of identity and life and purpose and enthusiasm 
that just courses through you. I, I have to say, Ken, I hope I don't go through that next leap because I've done it twice already. <laughs> And it's really hard. I'm okay with just like writing this one out for the rest oh, of the Oh, I can it's I can guarantee one thing. There's change coming, baby. I'm good for that. But you it's know, not I, easy. I want to say something to what you, you mentioned there because um, you know, sometimes we have that passion, we feel it inside of us, and we there's something there we want to move forward. And sometimes it's in there. But we haven't necessarily embraced it. And I can tell you for myself, you know, and probably for some of my audience, if you have a a friend or a wife or a husband or a parent and somebody's saying, you know, you you should be over here. You might want to do that. That was me. My wife was saying, you need to be on camera. You need to be acting. You need to, you know, and I was for years like, "Mm, I don't know about that doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. No, but then I finally, no, I found, okay, I'm going to go do this. Right. Sometimes the push is internal. Sometimes the push is external, but either right. way, you've got to find that voice of courage to follow through and pursue it. And, you know, I, I don't, it is not easy. It's simple. It's straightforward. You know what to do. Start putting one foot in front of the other and, and life right. will guide you uh, to, to the fulfillment of it. So it's, it's, uh, it's simple, but it's not easy. And I guess- well, hold, hold that thought. I got to take a quick break. I just, time got away from me. So let me take a quick break. We'll come right back. And uh, simple, but not easy. Let's talk about that. All okay. right. an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. Diabetics understand all too well the pain of pricking your fingers. But now, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can immediately reduce your pain. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar four or more times daily, injecting insulin three or more times daily, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. I've written a new book. It's called The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Unlock Your Genius, Your Soul, and to Transform Your Life. So it's daily strategies. I wrote this specifically because over the years I've noticed in my own life and in the lives of my clients that, listen, a little inspiration doesn't get it. A little wisdom doesn't get it. A little action doesn't get it. It's daily, dripping on the mind, dripping on those actions, taking specific focused actions towards your dreams and setting specific goals, right? Goals help us to transform the little self into the possibilities that we have in each of us. All of us are given dreams. And if you're sitting there and you're not manifesting that dream, it's just a little bit of you is chipping away every day that's not happening until you finally wake up and say, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to connect with something greater than myself, my force, my God, my life, my universe, whatever. I don't care what you call it. You tune into that force and that's what's going to get you to the next level.
Hi, folks. Medicare Part C plans with extra benefits like getting money added back to your Social Security check may now be available to you in your zip code. Make sure you're not missing out. It's simple. One, call the number on your screen. Two, they'll look up your zip code and see if you're eligible. Three, they'll check for plans with extra benefits like prescriptions, dental coverage, and the benefit that adds money back to your Social Security check every single month. Call now. I called to get everything I deserve. I called to check my zip code for a plan with a benefit that adds money back to my Social Security check. I called to check my zip code. Millions of people have called the Medicare Coverage Helpline. Call. Check your zip code, see if you're eligible, and get what you deserve. Call now. Call 1-800-374-2308. That's 1-800-374-2308 now. I'm Ian Clark with Activation Products, here to tell you that I get the deepest sleeps at night without counting sheep. Ease is transdermal magnesium, which means it absorbs through your skin. And many people are deficient in magnesium, which means they have too much calcium. When you've got too much calcium in your body, you can end up with heart palpitations, sore muscles, stiff joints, anxiety, and definitely poor sleep patterns. When you apply ease to start your day, then regardless of the stressors in your life, you can rest blissfully because we've sold more than 750,000 bottles of this effective spray helping countless people fall asleep without counting sheep. Right to your door in just a few days, we'll deliver your brain the fuel it needs. You can now expect unexpected surges of joyful mental energy. Then click the link below, and for less than a dollar a day, you can upgrade your health right now. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or a Another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Kendi Foster. I'm talking with Jackie Woodside today, and we're having a great conversation. And um, Jackie, for those of you that don't know her, she's a four-time Amazon best-selling author, USA Today author. She's a TEDx speaker and international trainer and a licensed psychotherapist. We're talking about the mind and and how to really change things up for you. We're talking about simple, not easy when you go to change course. Let's talk about that. What does that mean, Jackie? Yeah. You know, um, can I say this in all of the programs that I teach? I teach some really profound life-changing programs about time, about money, about life itself, about leadership. 
And I say the principles that I teach are simple. Anybody can understand them about managing yourself, managing your thoughts, managing your emotions, about understanding your values and how to bring that forth in the way that you live your life, whether it's money or time and uh, or how you're living your life in general. They're simple. Anybody can understand them, but it's not easy because what you've got to do to apply simple structures and simple strategies, what you have to do is deal with yourself, <laughs> deal with your fears, deal with your insecurities, deal with that voice in your head, that inner chatter, that inner dialogue that we all have that says, who you? And sometimes it's the outer chatter of people saying, you, you think you're going to do that? And being able to disregard the outer voice of, you know, kind of uh, holding you back and the inner voice of fear, doubt, and insecurity and move forward. And then also changing your neurology, the way that you habitually think, the way you habitually behave has to be interrupted in order for you to create something new. So the principles are easy. I can tell anybody like, do this, do this, do this. But it's they're simple, but they're not easy to actually make it work in your life. But staying with it, consistency over time is what makes the part that's not easy doable. I love that. You know, you, you know my latest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Essential Wisdom to Awaken Inner Genius. I help people with that book, and you're doing the same thing. We, we help people to focus on maybe one thing they want to change. And it's been my experience. Let's say you focus on, I'm going to have the best relationship with my spouse ever. And even if you're in a terrible place right now, what happens, what my experience is, Jackie, is when you start to change that, you have to change yourself, right? It's not going to change. They're not going to change. We figure right. that out, right? Yeah. Got right. any brains at all, we figured out we're not changing anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just on a coaching call with someone, an ex- executive level leadership person, and uh, talking about some of the difficulties within the organization. And I kept asking her, what is it that's your goal in this difficulty? How do you want this to resolve? What's your goal? Four times she talked about this system. She talked about this employee. She talked about this person. And I had to keep saying, okay, I got it. Got it. Understood. Let's come back over here. I want you to talk about you. I know this is difficult. This is really hard for you. But what is it that you want to express? Well, how do you envision this problem being resolved? And it took four redirections before she could move the outer eyes of the problems over here to the inner eyes of self-empowerment. And self-empowerment and courage are, are like first cousins of one another, aren't they, Ken? They, they sure are. And you've, uh, you've hit the nail on the head. So, you know, if you're listening to the show today and you're, you're, you have a challenge, so the first thing we change is thinking, right? How can you think differently? Jackie, how do you teach people how to think differently? This is a, this is a challenge for people. Yeah, like you just no, did I, with that lady, that example you just gave. How did you, what were, how did you lead her to, you know, let's, let's look in here, not out there? Right. So first of all, I will say that I think it's very difficult unless you are highly trained to change your thinking without some guidance. A therapist, a coach, a 12-step program, you know, a mastermind group. I will say I do think it's hard to change your thinking by yourself. But I will give you some tips and strategies of how to do it. I just have to put that in there because you you are the fish in the water saying what water? The way you think is the water that you swim in. So it's hard for you to be able to see it and debunk your own thinking. 
But there's one strategy that I'll go over, Ken, just because it's quick and easy that I like to teach people. And I, my clients love it. And they say they have to apply it sometimes every moment. And it's something I call the three C's formula. Okay, I'm going to pause you right there. I got to take a quick break. 3C formula coming right up after the break. All right, Ken. Thank uh, thank Jackie for being in this segment. And I want to let all of you know that we have to say goodbye to that this show is for you. This is a show to help you to step up your life, be able to have more joy, more happiness, more wealth, and more health in all areas of your life. So I hope you'll tell your family and friends about this. And you can find all of our replays at VoicesOfCourage.us. And, of course, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we also have a subscription on VoicesOfCourage.us. We've got some free gifts, free books from some of our speakers, and a whole bunch more. So I hope you check us out. All right, we're going to go to break. And uh, we'll, uh, for those of you that are joining us again, we'll, uh, we'll be right back. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Ken D. Foster. I'm so happy you joined me today. You know, there's a lot of challenges in the world today, right? Yeah, you have them in your life. I have them in my life. But listen, those challenges aren't meant to crush us, whether they're challenges in business, in family life, with our relationships, with our health. Any area of life is not meant there to crush you. It's there to help you become stronger become better, become more wise, become more understanding, more compassionate. So today on this show, we're going to be talking about living an inspired life. What does it mean to live an inspired life? Well, that's a life where you wake up in the morning, maybe you think about what you're grateful for, and you get out of bed and your life is on purpose. You're feeling joy in your life. You're feeling inspired to maybe go out and help someone, to go out and create something new in the world, to go out and make a difference in the world. That's what I'm talking about. Isn't that important? I believe it's important for all of us to live an inspired life. Uh, What's the opposite? Well, it's a fear-based, stressed-out life. I don't think you want to live that life. I know I've lived there. I bet you've lived there too. But so what? The past is not equal to future. Right now, in this moment, you can choose today to live an inspired life. I have an expert that's going to be here to really help you rethink your life and your mind so that you too can live an inspired life, not just now and then, but all the time. 
So I hope that you will pay attention to this podcast and get a lot out of it. Have some fun along the way. We'll be right back, take a commercial break, and then I'll come back with my amazing guest. Are you being audited? And do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The tax doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a tax doctor now for a tax emergency analysis. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. This free book reveals little-known secrets about annuity strategies that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. Call right now for your free book. And as a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, both absolutely free, for calling Annuity General today. Call 800-510-0470. Welcome back, everybody. This is Kim D. Foster. I'm with Jackie Woodside today, and we're going to talk a little bit about the 3C strategy to change your thinking. Go ahead, Jackie. Yeah, so I just want to say this is based in neuroscience, uh, that what you have to do to change your thinking is actually learn to rewire your neurological programming. So the three C's, the first thing you have to do is catch what you're thinking. You will not be able to change how you think when you're not observing it. That when the coaching client I was just talking about, I had her said, okay, hold on. This is what you're saying. I want you to just for a moment, take a step out and look at what you're saying. What's your, the word meta-analysis, what's your thought about your thought? So the first C is catch it. What are you thinking? What is going on in your mind? Just notice it. The second one is uh, challenge that thought. Because if the thought's not serving you, it's not going to lead to the outcome that you want. So how do you challenge your own thinking? Well, it's by debunking it with questions like, is that true? Does everyone on the planet think that that's that's true? Uh, Is that the outcome that I want to create? Is that thought going to lead to a better outcome or a happier state of being or peace of mind for me? Or is that thought leading me to stress and tension and upset? So catch it, the first C, you've just got to observe how you're thinking. Challenge it. Is that, the, is that true? Is that the outcome that I want? Is that leading to a future that I would be excited about? Is that thought going to solve this problem? And the third C is if the answer to those is no, 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 then change the thought. What thought will create the outcome that you want? What thought will help solve the problem? Because here's the thing, this is the premise of this approach. Your thoughts are not the truth. They're not some capital T truth. If you stopped 100 people out on the highway and asked them that question, you would not get 100 of the same answers. Your thoughts are just your thoughts. And that thought alone, that belief that my thoughts aren't some objective truth, they are my subjective experience. When you subscribe to that truth, that my thoughts are just my subjective experience, it's so much easier to change them. 
So that's one way that I teach people. I, I really like that a lot. And um, that kind of leads me to the next question. Um, it seems to me that thought is universal. Thought is not individual. And I think that's what you're saying, that we're kind of depending on where we want to focus our, our, our attention will be will actually help us tune into this universal thought field is it are you in that is that is that how you understand it you know a thought is thought is definitely universal in that uh at least people who have the cognitive capacity uh have a mental dialogue and what i teach yes exactly ken what i teach is that the mental dialogue creates an energetic vibratory pattern a mm-hmm. frequency uh, i call it your vibe So your thoughts and emotions create an emotional, uh, I'm sorry, a vibratory pattern and frequency. Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So that energy, frequency, and vibration of how you think and how you feel goes out into the universe and connects at the level of life that your thinking is. Have you ever noticed that you are surrounded by people most often who think and feel like you think and feel? who hold beliefs like you hold. Why in big cities do we have like, you know, Chinatown? And why in, in big cities do we have like the gay district? People who think alike, who behave alike, who have similar values gravitate toward one another because they have a, the same frequency, energy. So when you change your thinking consistently over time, it will raise your vibe. And then you'll notice that your circle of influence will also change. Yeah. So that, you know, that takes me back into a place of asking, where is it that we start um, with this being able to change? Do we start with tuning into that little small voice that you talked about that's that's there, you know, that true voice? Do we start with, uh, you know, meditation? Do we start with just the question of what has to happen for me to change? Right? Where do we start? I would say yes, yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> all of those, definitely. You know, I, I think m- what drives most people toward toward change is some kind of a problem. You know, their marriage has fallen apart. They've gotten busted for their addictive behavior. Uh, they're at risk of losing their job because they're oversleeping because they're depressed and they hadn't wanted to deal with their depression. You know, something happens that their life isn't working any longer their marriage has fallen apart or something like that. So there's some kind of a crisis and the crisis precipitates me saying, I, I have to solve this problem. I was a therapist for 30 years, Ken, and I promise you 99.999% of the time, people who ended up in my therapy office did not come in saying, I've got a problem with how I think and feel. People came in talking about the problem with the boss, the problem with the spouse, the problem with the probation officer, the problem at work with the colleague. Everyone externalizes until they recognize that externalizing, pointing the finger at this person or this person or this person doesn't fix the problem, which is why it's often you know, much later in life that people really recognize I'm the one that has to think differently and feel differently. Although I will say a lot of schools are with younger children are starting to engage uh, social emotional learning and starting to use meditation programs, which really excites and inspires me so that we don't have to end up in our 30s and 40s, a hot mess 
you know, that we can actually learn emotional self-regulation and thought stopping as a younger person. Well, I, I love that. And I love the meditation part because meditation will raise your vibration. It'll Absolutely. raise your energy field. It'll raise your frequency. Everybody has a frequency signature that's here. And just like you use that example, you know, if you're an Italian, you're, there's Italian places in town, maybe you live there or gay, or if you're, um, you know, what, what you use, Chinese, Chinatown. Chinatown. Um, I, thought those are good, big... I thought those are really good examples. Yeah, but, yeah. So, it comes back down to, you know, the neuroscientists tell us everything is energy. Okay. Energy has frequency. Okay. As you learn to vibrate at a different level, okay, using your mind, yeah. then you will attract, uh, you know, it's a law of magnetism. You will actually start to magnetize those people, places, experiences into your life. Yeah. I know you teach that. So, um, you know, how do people... Um, you know, get into that mindset? Where, where can they learn this information about their frequency, their vibration, and that type of thing? Well, with, with people like you and me, for sure. Um, of course you know, not. I will yeah, say, yeah I, I will say, Ken, that uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's just the mind. It's the mind and the emotions. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of this, that, that science tells us that the uh, vibratory pattern, the electromagnetic energy of the heart area is 5,000 times stronger than the electromagnetic energy of your thoughts alone. So learning to navigate your thoughts and your emotions are really, really critical. But most people that I have worked with and have known over the years say, well, I can't help it. It's just the way I think. Well, I can't help it. It's just the way I feel. And I'm here today to tell you with Ken, you can help it. You can learn to change the way that you think, change the way that you feel. And in order to do that, you have to separate from it and be able to observe it and recognize like, oh, I do this all the time. I crack myself up like, oh, that's an interesting thought. Oh, there I am. You know, my human ego is showing up again. There's my humanity showing up because I feel slighted or I feel hurt or I feel like they're not paying attention to me or I feel like I'm not important. It shows up all the time. The only difference is I just don't care. I I just see it it as part of my humanity. Yeah. Well, um, you know, the first uh, the first starting technique in meditation is to observe your thoughts, starting baby first step. Right. Because we like you said, we have to detach. Listen, I got to close out this segment here. If you or someone you love has developed Parkinson's disease after being exposed to Gramoxone or any herbicide containing the deadly chemical Paraquat, you may be entitled to financial compensation. If you developed Parkinson's and worked or lived on a farm that used Paraquat herbicide treatments with Gramoxone, Firestorm, or any listed brand, call now. You may be entitled to financial compensation. There are time deadlines, so don't delay. If you don't win, you pay nothing. 800-771-3380 
Welcome back, everybody. All right. So um, just talking with Jackie Woodside. Jackie is a best-selling uh, author on Amazon, also on uh, USA Today. She is a, a licensed psychotherapist and a TEDx speaker. And uh, we're talking about how to live an inspired life. I want to ask you something, Jackie. Um, many people today, because of all the change, they really are feeling overwhelmed. And they're feeling stressed and they're feeling in a place where, listen, everything you're talking about is great, but I'm not sure this applies to me right now because I'm just overwhelmed. I just need to get out of my overwhelm. What do you say to those folks? Yeah. Um, so I've been coaching for 30 years, Ken. I've been coaching since before a lot of the younger coaches were even born. And in those 30 years as a professional coach, I think every single one of the clients who have hired me has brought this problem of overwhelm to the fore. So much so that I wrote a book about it and a coaching program called Calming the Chaos. And Calming the Chaos is a program not on time management, not managing your time tasks and to-dos, but actually learning self-management structures. Because you cannot manage time, you can only, hopefully, learn to manage yourself. So self-management is the key to overwhelm. We are living in extraordinarily difficult and overwhelming times, extraordinarily uh, uh, fast-paced, so much coming at us with how much media and having a, a computer in your pocket every single moment of every single day, so much information, information overload, hurry sickness, feeling like you're in a hurry all the time, even when you're not. So neurologically, we have not kept up with the technological changes that have, that have happened in our lifetimes. So our neurology has not kept up with technology. How you get out of that is simply, but not easy, simply learning self-management structures that will help you increase your productivity and your peace of mind. So I say today, you can't just focus on getting more done. You've got to focus on getting more done with greater ease and flow and intentionality. And how I teach people to do that is by, first of all, knowing themselves deeply. Who are you and what do you value? And then bringing that forth in how you live your life. The tool that I have people use is planning. Planning what you want your life to look like and be like. Planning your days each hour. How you live your days is how you live your life. So if your days are out of control, your life will feel out of control. As within, so without. Bring order to your inner world by planning your days, planning your hours, not just your face-to-face -face time, but every task that you want to accomplish on each day, planning that out, adjusting your plan as you go, it brings so much greater productivity but it, more so, it brings in tremendous peace of mind. Well, I think most people are seeking uh, more happiness, more peace of mind, more wealth, uh, maybe more uh, uh, joy in their lives. So uh, planning, I think, is a big tool and um, it'll help people to really take more back fulfillment in their life. Uh, yeah, be back, more intentional. Uh, They'll be more intentional yeah. about how to live their more life. More yeah. yeah, but, you know, there's um, there's a lot of people that have created a lot of wealth. You know, you've run across them. I have multi-gazillionaires, also people that are struggling, you know, and everybody in between. But one thing that's common to all of them is uh, when they come into my coaching practice is they usually have 
a sense of lack of fulfillment. They're chasing a lot of things and they don't necessarily feel fulfilled. They don't know how to get that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that for a minute. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. So fulfillment, it does. It is, fulfillment is an inside job. You don't lead a fulfilled life just by checking off the boxes and doing the next thing. So many of my coaching clients over the years are like, well, you know, I did all the right things. I got the education and then I got the marriage and then I had the kids and I created the business and this is it. This is what it's all for. So checking off the boxes and doing external activities and tasks and goals is great. Don't get me wrong, but that's not where your fulfillment and peace of mind are going to come from. Your fulfillment will come from deeply knowing who you are, why you're here, uh, what you value and where you want to that expression of who you are and what you value, how you want to bring that into life. So I teach a program called the Life Design Course, and that's exactly what we do. Let me just give you one small piece of it that you can that, that you can think about. One of the things I teach people about fulfillment is understanding your purpose. And instead of figuring out what that means about how you're going to be in life, that's your mission in life design. I say that our purpose, all of us here in all of humanity, our purpose is here to grow. We are here to grow from stressed out and worried and anxious and angry and resigned and, oh, life's too hard and just forget it, to grow out of that energy and vibration of difficulty and strife and angst into living in the energy of, you know, just peaceful equanimity, uh, being productive rather than busy, being a, a, a sense of contribution, knowing that we are all here as one human family to live in that consciousness rather than the consciousness of just getting by, to live a transcendent and expansive life, not by what you're accomplishing in the millions and billions of dollars, but by who, who you're being that you are bringing to everything that you are doing. I really love that answer, you know, and I invite my audience, if you're using languages like um, I'm just hanging in there or just, you know, I'm, I'm a little just uh, getting by, like Jackie said, you know, I invite you to really change that language up. Let's talk about that, Jackie. How important is it to talk to ourselves in a loving, compassionate way that we would talk to others? Yeah, yeah. I, I say that self-talk is an indication of self-love. And if you are talking to yourself in a way that's not, you know, uh, kind, loving and supportive, how you'll know whether or not you love yourself. Here's my litmus test for it, Ken. How do you know if you're engaged in self-love is if your inner dialogue sounds like you when you're talking to your dog or your cat. Oh, baby, you're so pretty today. Look at you. You're such a good girl. Oh, you're just doing such a good job. That's how I talk to my dog. Look at you. <laughs> See me, baby. Oh, you're such a good girl. Look at you. You're so pretty. I love you. Right? So if your inner dialogue doesn't sound something like that, where you're supportive and kind and nurturing and happy and, and gracious toward yourself, then there's probably some form of self-love that's missing, right? So talking to yourself, if you can't get there, if you cannot, if you're like, I'm just struggling and I don't like myself and I can't talk kindly to myself. Okay, great. Then talk to yourself in the third person. Talk to yourself. That's really in the good. Third, yeah. Talk to yourself in that. the third person. Like, oh, wow, she's having a really hard time today. She could do better. Rather than, oh, come on, you know, knock it off. You got to do better. Oh, well, she's like you are the coach, mentor, or even kinder kindergarten teacher of your own inner self. Bring that kind, benevolent voice, whether you can do it like talking to yourself 
or talking to yourself in the third person. Create an inner persona because our how we language our world, how we talk to ourselves, how we language our inner world is how we experience the world. So if you have a harsh, negative, critical, and by the way, most people do, don't think that's something bad or weird about you. When you have this harsh, negative, critical inner voice, that colors how you see yourself, what risks you'll take, whether you reach out to engage with other people. So beginning to talk to yourself in the third person is one of the ways that's been scientifically proven through the neuroscience to actually elevate your experience of self-love and decrease the experience of stress, difficulty, and strife. That's awesome. Well, listen, it's been said that environment is stronger than people's willpower. We'll be right back to discuss that with Jackie. Welcome back. Man, I don't know about you, Jack, but I'm having so much fun with this show. This is, a, this is an amazing show. It's, it's so good. You're, you make my life easy, <laughs> my job easy. So uh, it's so you. fun to be here with you, Ken. You know, um, environment, um, stronger than willpower. I'm talking about, you know, outer environments mostly. Um, but, you know, we got to change your inner environment. That's, that's what you're advocating here. But, you know, it, it's like if we want to change up our health or we want to change up our money issues, or we want to change up our relationship. How does environment play into this? Oh, 110 uh, percent. There's all kinds of studies that show that your net worth will be the average of the seven people that you spend the most time with. Uh, that if you struggle with weight and gaining weight, you probably should change your, your friend set. Uh, because if you are dealing with weight issues, it is likely that people in your first circle are also dealing with weight issues. Um, there's all, oh, and if you want to get sober, if you've got difficulty with, you know, drinking or using drugs or, you know, all manner of that kind of behavior, you are not going to get sober by showing up at the same bar with the same friends night after night after night. Right. So your environment is so key to shaping how you think. Again, there's look at our country. You know, if you're from Alabama or, or, you know, Texas or certain places that are more kind of red oriented, conservative oriented, chances are that's going to, you know, shape the way that you think and feel. Now, it's not 100 percent, but the, the environment around you is so, so critical. In fact, I heard uh, a talk once by a spiritual teacher named David Hawkins, and this woman was really wanting to, you know, change her consciousness and, and you know, grow and be more loving and understand her spiritual side much better. And she worked in a, a youth prison. And he told her straight up, if you really want to grow in consciousness with all of that negativity around you and the anger and hostility, he said, if you're serious about wanting to grow in consciousness, change your job. Because you, it's not about the kids or they were bad kids, but that environment of negativity and violence and blaming and, and even among the staff, you know, who just weren't the most supportive people thinking about their growth. So I, it was very striking to me. But if you really want to grow in any way, if you want to become a marathon runner, join a running club. If you want to get sober, go to a 12 step group. If you want to make more money, be around people, go out to eat and you know, nice restaurants, be in a nice part of town, be around people who have the vibe that you are seeking. I love that. Well, listen, so the message is if you want to change the world, change yourself, right? We got to change ourselves. And I love the example you gave, you know, if you're in an environment that there's, it's a lot of negativity and you can't be in that place because that's, it's impacted you. um, You got to leave. Now I will say this, if it's your passion and you have to leave for a while, 
and you change your thinking, you change your consciousness where well, you can become the light. Yeah. And you can go back in those areas. That's exactly what work, that teacher said. But if you're part of the problem, right. then get out, get, get out. out. You know, if your mind is, is, you know, you're, you're going to work and you're feeling disempowered, worn out, torn down at the end of the day, you really got to look at that. Yeah. What is going, what do you need to shift inside of you? Or maybe you need to shift your environment. Absolutely. Okay. Well, listen, um, I'm out of time almost. Uh, <laughs> so I want to ask you one last thought. <laughs> Uh, in first of all, I want to thank you for being here, Jackie. It's been amazing to be with you, and I hope you uh, someday come back here because it's uh, it was really good. Um, but here's my thought for you: You've been through a lot. You've been through a lot of changes in your life, and you've helped a lot of people, thousands of people change, maybe tens of thousands. And I'm wondering, right now, with everything you know, what is your message to the world right now? Yeah. You know, the only way for us to get out of this mess uh, of, of, of humanity, the soup that, of, that we're in, is to recognize that we are the, the master and the creator of our lives. We are the co-creators of our world. So if there's something outside of you that you are seeking to change, look inside you to see where do I need to change that in myself? What relationships do you need to heal? What relationship with money or, or time or your body is weighing down on you? The more that you can raise your own vibration, being happier, being more fulfilled, being more generous, taking those risks, bringing forth your courage, making a difference wherever you're planted, that's what this world needs, is more people engaged in their authentic, courageous voice, making a difference wherever that they are planted. And you have that in you. I love it. JackieWoodside.com. JackieWoodside.com. Don't forget that website. Go to that website. There's Jackie lots of free resources and... on my website. So please visit there. You know, there's meditations and eBooks. So please visit my website and, and get to know me better. Awesome. Though. Thanks for being here, Jackie. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. So for all of you that are listening to this show, this show in consciousness changes as you change and also as you take action right? We've talked about that. So the action I'm asking you to take today is find one or two people that would benefit by listening to this show and text it to them, send it to them, send them a link. You know, we're on all social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube, all of Facebook's social media. You can find the shows on our site at voicesofcourage.us. And you can tell Alexa, Cortana, or Siri, just play Voices of Courage podcast, and it will come right up. So no reason not to let one or two people know today, take action to help change the consciousness of this world. That's what we're about. And from my heart to yours, I pray that you continue to look and seek within you the answers that you would uh, truly like to have in your life. And remember, set your intention to see the unseeable and know the unknowable and do the impossible.